Welcome back to the Advisory Edge Podcast. I am Dan Smeda, as always. Right now, it's November in Wisconsin, but it's already cold out. It's Q4. It's time to start thinking about the end of the year. And advisors, especially when you've got goals and targets, it's easy at the end of the year to get sales goggles. Your goals start to loom over you a little bit. Every opportunity starts looking a little bit more like an opportunity for you. And sometimes we unconsciously tend to go for the close a little bit more because we do feel the clock ticking toward the end of the year. Our own needs make us naturally a little bit more seller-focused than usual. This isn't necessarily wrong, it just happens. But closing still is and will always be a function of the client's need, not your need to close. Just because it's the end of the year and they should be taking certain actions, they might not want to, they might not be ready to. In other words, next steps have to fit the customer's definition of smart commitments. You've heard about SMART, right? Well, I know you're listening right now and I'm dropping an acronym on you, but that's okay. Acronyms actually work across your visual and auditory muscles. So either write down or visualize the word SMART in capital letters vertically. Now break that SMART in half. We're going to talk about the SMA and then the ERT. It's because there are two distinct elements to SMART. We're going to dig into both. The SMA is specific and measurable client action. In other words, what would the client do? What should they be doing and how can you measure it? The first key to that ask, though, is the action component. Waiting for the next meeting is not an action from the client. Thinking about something is not a client action. What, What do you want the client to do next? What is their actual homework or next step? For example, if you're going to schedule a next meeting to do something, what are the interim steps that get you to the meeting? So even something so simple as complete an application can seem overwhelming to some clients. That's where the S or specific in SMART comes in. To solve for specific, the key is to think in terms of discrete tasks and not projects. Let's face it, with some products you use, even completing the application is actually a project. Clients have to retrieve information, fill out the fields, and return the application. Well, right there are three tasks. And in my practice as a consultant with advisors, we see the difference between sending clients home with a project versus a mini checklist of tasks that help them break down that application into specifics. That's how you also get to the M or measurable, right? A completed next step or a box they can check helps you get from the intangible of looking at something to reviewing, answering the questions, giving us feedback, right? There are three boxes to check. Getting measurable with next steps is easy if you think in terms of two things. One, the inputs required to complete the task, and secondly, the outputs you'll be able to see here or measure when the client's done it. Break that down for the moment. In the case of review a document, that simple thing might sound more like spend 10 minutes this week making sure the information is correct and please send me an email confirming the fact. Notice I've also got a when in there. It's part of being specific and measurable. A subtle twist, but it matters. When you make things more 
time-stamped, you make them more client-friendly, easy to understand when it needs to be done, increases the likelihood it will be done. Now, this is the who, what, when, and how of gaining smart client commitments, and it's all important. However, what really drives client commitment is the why in smart, or the R and the T. Is it realistic? Is it timely? In other words, why would I do it now? What's in it for me, the client, if I do now what you want me to do? Note that I define that in terms of questions client would ask themselves, and that's on purpose. If you can adopt the client's viewpoint and answer those questions as the client would, you're now using empathy and perspective taking to plan for smarter commitments. Even better, you're asking the questions that help clients realize their own why. Here, think of this example. You're doing a year-end review with a small business owner client, and you'd like them to consider offering a defined contribution plan for tax management purposes and to put more of their income to use. So after discussing, you say, I'd like you to look at this information on DC plans and let's follow up to answer your questions. Now, this is a real example. It's happened to me. I have been the client in this situation. And in my case, I'd say you're leaving a lot of smart on the table. First of all, when I was the client in this situation, I wasn't necessarily sure what look at even meant. I'm a skimmer. Can I skim this? Do I need to dive into the minutia? Where? What am I looking for? Unclear. Not specific. If you're asking clients to do something, make sure you're defining terms and breaking it down to tasks, discrete actions an individual must take to execute on a commitment. Second, without more specifics and measurables, I end up looking at the big picture, the hassle and the change in time required, what are the risks, etc. As an advisor, you want to keep my eyes on the next move and keep me focused on putting one foot in front of the other to get to a reasonable evaluation of my options. So that's the, the point here. Take down the obstacles as they come. The, the real problem with the basic ask, though, in this case, was the lack of urgency in it. Without a solid reason why now, this opportunity gets thrown onto the pile for the small business owner, for the client. And in my case, the advisor had already suggested several year-end actions. It's got to be my why. Why would I want to do that now or put that on the pile that's going to actually going to get done? You'd like me to do certain things, and it's for my own good, but propose actions in terms of why I would want to see the need, why I'd want to have a reason to do something different. So the real skill behind all this, though, is being able to engage the client in a discussion that leads them to their own why. Sure, you could tell me why I need to do this by the end of the year, but the best advisors I work with actually ask clients questions that lead to the client's own why. In my example from earlier, if my advisor had been asking me, Dan, how important is this tax savings to your business? How could this additional cash help you? What would you do with it? Would you want to get that done by the end of the year? How would your employees appreciate it? Well, you know, I wouldn't have dragged my feet as long if I had been the one saying that to myself. Good advisors ask the questions that help clients come with their own why. And that's what really gaining commitment's all about. It's being smart with your ask, not just in the what, specific measurable client action, but the why. Is it realistic? Is it timely? Does it meet their needs now? 
So, three things coming out of this. First, think about the specific and measurable actions you'd like clients to take coming out of your next meetings, especially here at year end. Get granular and get clear. If you want to get it done, think in terms of mini checklists. Secondly, form a hypothesis as to why the client would want to take action now and not wait. If you can't come up with good answers, reconsider your strategy. You may not be in a position to help like you thought. Third, though, this is most important, test your hypothesis with questions of the client. Instead of benefit statements and value judgments from you, use questions to find out what the client thinks of making a move now and whether they see value in getting the outcomes that you think are important. Clients learn more about their needs and the value of taking action now when they're talking than when you talk as the advisor. And that's my wish for you at this time of year. Smarter asks that make your meetings more client-centric and help you get clients to see the value of taking action that's smart for them. I'm Dan Smeda. I think you're smart for tuning in to the Advisory Edge podcast. I'll see you next time. Good luck, advisors.